I'm in. I'm recording. It's a wave file. Well, that makes me scared now. What? Why? You've got a new thing and you've pressed a button. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's true. It usually does not bode well for anyone. Yeah, basically, let me just put my blanket up here, right? Basically, and I'm not trying to be insulting, but you know in Marvel's The Avengers Infinity War where Doctor Strange is on the planet and he is scanning multiple realities to find a way to beat Thanos and there's like, he says like, there's like a hundred. He's like a hundred ways and we all lose except for one. That's you. <laughs> but like times a million. I'm the way you lose? Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> why, do you, why do you choose me? You keep choosing me. <laughs> No, I'm losing. Well, because we keep trying to make you famous, because that's the one path. Because you, my friend, you, my friend, are our little showbiz magic up. And if we keep choosing you, one day you will turn into a big blue Gyarados. I don't, I, I mean, you've done, you've, it's been years now, I think 10 years. Is that when we first started doing stuff like this? I think it's literally been 10 years. Maybe longer. I hope longer. And I hope many, many more years to come. I mean, I mean, to be honest, I would have liked to have been a fundamental part of your life from cradle to grave. Like the movie? <laughs> yeah, well... Yeah, a, a mix between that and Pet Cemetery too. The one with uh, the guy who is also in Highlander, who's where, extra where the Kurgan Clancy Brown is brought back from the oh. dead, but he comes back um, as what, what can only be described as uh, bad man. <laughs> That's the only way. Anyway, Jonathan, when are you going to bring a bucket and a mop for this wet ass pussy? <laughs> Jonathan was on Road Rules Northern Trail in 1998. Since then, he has appeared in precisely zero award-winning TV shows, blockbuster movies, or community theater plays. We are here to fix this. We are here to make Jonathan off Road Rules a star. Boston's favorite son will ride again. I've been... I've been biting my tongue on this particularly sensitive, and I'm, I, 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 you know, I'm confident enough to admit it's a sensitive matter, and I've been biting my tongue on it for far too long. You've been biting your tongue on the pussy. Yeah, and it's, it's only gotten wetter and asser since I first requested the bucket, my friend, and the mop. More, more besides. I, was this in an email that I must have missed? It, it, it's been, it's been hectic. Well, I mean, I asked so long ago. I think it, it first passed your nose via pager. <laughs> like a, a do you remember page, pagers? A text pager to say like, call me back. Yeah, they were like tamagotchis, but for business and drug deals. I remember those. I had one of those about. Seven years ago at a job. Yeah. It was a job. I'd like to apologize to our listeners just then. Sorry. Um, dealing drugs is a business. I didn't want to imply yeah. the two things were different. Um, it's a perfectly valid business. Well, I think they still require like doctors to wear pagers because it's a more reliable means of communication than text messaging by phone. They're the best drug dealers around. Yeah. That's that too. I, I know some doctors and they do deal drugs in a way, true, but they don't have pagers because it's reliable. It's because they can ignore it. 
and they are big on it just being like, I'm not getting that. But if you send a text, it's like, oh, you know, I know you got the text because I sent it via cell phone and I know those work. But a doctor can just be like, oh, yeah, my pager is out of, out of batteries or something. And they, they just skip it. They skip a lot of texts. I'm, I'm not even uh, I'm oh, sort okay. of joking, but not really, no. Um, right. <laughs> yeah. L- let me ask you a question, Jonathan. Please do. Uh, have you got any money in your pocket right now? Any loose change? No, I don't. Uh, what yeah. have you got in your pocket? Phone? Wallet? I've got keys. Yeah. And I, I have a, a cell phone on my lap. Cool. But it's not in my pocket now. Right. Can I have them? No. I, Are I you need, sure? I need these. Yeah. I'm actually... Well, I need them as well. I need... Basically, Jonathan, give me everything you got for this wet ass pussy. Please. <laughs> Come on. What are, you t- are you talking about a genital? You're making that pullout game very weak. Pullout game, wet ass pussy. <laughs> Do you have? Is it? Is it vagina? Is it genitals? What are you talking yeah. about? Is it a cat? I don't know what's going on. It's it's a, it's genitals. Is what it is. Is that, what, is that what it is? What is it? Yes. Yes. What is going on? Yeah. Well, here's the thing, Jonathan. Here's the thing, right? Yes. I like many Zoomers have listened to the song WAP by Cardi B featuring Megan Thee Stallion. Oh, okay. And here's the thing, right? I've been trying to market you to millennials for quite some time, Jonathan, and I think that's where we've gone wrong. There's no money in it. Well, I'm not marketable to them. It's over. Completely disenfranchised. However, as boomers die and their gold teeth are ripped out... Wealth is accumulated to be passed on to the Zoomers. Therefore, quids in for some young Zoomer lads like us, right? We're hip. We're with it. We know what people want these days. And according to WAP, what they want is fucking disgusting. And I (laughs) love to deal in fucking disgusting. So I thought I'd package us as the next uh, highly sexually charged musical act. The Hot Skunkum Boys. Would you like that? (laughs) What is going? So I I didn't know that WAP stood for th- that I, oh I, yeah it stands for wet ass pussy Jonathan. was not aware did not know what it was didn't know it was a song i just hear people oh, you probably didn't even care did you i l- cared a little it was a supposedly pro sex worker it was kind of a turning on the anti-sex worker like 70s brand of feminism like the anti-sex feminism is pro-sex feminism which i can always get behind i i to be honest I yep. was only paying attention to how wonky the doors looked in the fun, colorful hallway. It looks like a really nice house. <laughs> Is that what happens in the video? They go to a house? It's like wonky and, yeah, they go to a house and they all, you know, there's asses. Well, as there would be. <laughs> copious. Yeah. Co- copious quantities of ass, Jonathan. Really? Oh, my God, right? Well, this is it's Cardi B's house of ass, right? Well, I mean, the one and the same. I didn't I didn't know she was uh, she had an ass house. And Imagine it's a circus, right? 
But instead of clowns, there was ass. And instead of lion tamers, there was ass. And then you've come close to imagining Cardi B's house of ass. It's wow. like a three ring piece circus. <laughs> yeah. That's a, is it, is it a, some sort of marketing deal? Is she trying to just sell something? Well, they, they're basically, you know, they're bouncing around. There, there's a, a, I think it's a leopard maybe. It's a, some sort of spotted big cat. And they're all dancing around and some people have, put a petition out because they're pissed off that Kylie Jenner's in it and uh, to be honest I, I really can't keep up the pretense of knowing anything about any of this shit <laughs> our producer Justin just said have you heard of WAP and I said no and then later I watched it and said oh wow okay <laughs> we can ha- we can capitalize on this I'm just really glad you were here to explain to me why people are mad at Kylie Jenner <laughs> Because I didn't. I, I don't. I don't know. Is it different from other videos, or is it just another video that's like that? I mean, I don't know. Like, like when I was when I was younger, I remember uh, Christina Aguilera's "Dirty," mm. and I'm I'm not sure if it. Well, I mean, it's more the, the lyrics. I mean, Jonathan, let, right? <laughs> let me let me read a little bit of this, right? Uh Put this pussy right in your face Swipe your nose like a credit card Hop on top, I want a ride I do a keggle while it's inside Spit in my mouth, look in my eyes This pussy is wet, come take a dive Tie me up, (laughs) like I'm surprised Let's roleplay, I'll wear a disguise I want you to park that big Mack truck right in this little garage Make it cream, make me scream Out in public, make a scene I don't cook, I don't clean Uh, But let me tell you how I got this ring uh, I, I, <laughs> I, I. <laughs> so I, I think a lot of people don't like the sexually suggestive content, Jonathan. Oh, that's a first. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like it, it reminds me of when I was a lad and people didn't like the sexually, su- su- well, anything. And now people don't like anything. And then you get people who complain about cancel culture and def claim to defend free speech and then hear wait a minute wet ass what ban that please you can't talk about a pussy put it in the tiktok box ban it because <laughs> they're banning tiktok too because it's from yeah. china anyway someone on twitter hmm. someone on twitter said that i can't be transphobic so cancel culture <laughs> and don't release any more songs about Pussies being wet. Wow. I only want to hear about the driest snatches of Arizona. <laughs> I'm so puzzled. Yeah, there was. Oh, that uh... could be the name of our band because I haven't forgotten that bit. That we could be the dry snatch of Arizona. <laughs> Either way, Jonathan, I've got a great song. Right? You do. Yeah. What is it? Fuck me near a toilet. Take my ass and spoil it. <laughs> Gonna take me for a ride, put it up inside. Jonathan, Jonathan, cream on my thighs. Don't (laughs) tell me why I gotta stop. I don't wanna stop, even though it's a restaurant. No, you're right, Jonathan. Good point, let's go. Quickly. And then, right, we start bouncing around inside the olive garden, right? Shaking our asses, going grundle, 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 two for one bundle, grundle, 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 grundle. Ah! And then it cuts to you, Jonathan, and you're screaming, and we go grundle, 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 and you go, ah! 
grundle, grundle, grundle. And then it's like, I, I'm imagining, like, at this point, some of your teeth will fall out. And <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, yeah. Me and Conrad, right, we're dressed up sexy, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We've got, like, leather and whips, and we're, like, smacking our asses, and we're going, ah, ah, like that, right? Going, ah, daddy. And then you're, Jonathan, you're crawling around on the floor, and your teeth are falling out, and then you're, like, scrabbling to pick them up. And then there's a close-up of your fingers touching the teeth, and your fingers press through them, and you start going, oh, help, my teeth are soft. And we're going, grr. Oh, fuck yeah, fuck me in the toilet, shit on my chest, Jonathan. And you're going, out my teeth, he took out my tongue. As a fun callback to the mummy. Oh, help me. At this point, you're bleeding from your eyes. Cut to Kylie Jenner being sexy, shaking dad ass. We cut back to you, Jonathan, carving off slices of your flesh and serving it to a group of 12 spiders, known only as the Silken Host. And you say, get a load of this dinner boys and then we all look to the camera and say wet ass pussy it's about fucking straight uh, straight in the camera eye contact with the camera dead deadpan yeah Just, yeah, yeah. Letting so, them know. as you can see i took what was started with wab and i went harder and sexier right the silken host is sexier than <laughs> the spiders this, oh yeah flesh-eating Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we've got like 12 spiders of different sizes and hues. Jonathan? So it's uh One of them's orange with a nice black piping along the side. Very, very yeah. nice. And that's what the spider says as he like eats eats like like just just a pound of flesh. He just goes and he's got little tiny forks that are strapped to his spindly front legs because he ain't got no hands because he's a spider. And he's just like pokes it in and eats it goes delectable. That's terrifying. There's a, a local video game developer. Well, here's the thing, Jonathan. Yes. Some people might think I'm just trying to be weird. <laughs> Some people might. Yep. However, uh-huh. Vore is pretty big. <laughs> it's a spider. It's a spider. Why not have your teeth fall out and serve yourself to spiders? There's a there's a market there. No. And and they're dedicated. Like they're they are hungry for content, Jonathan. Like starved for it. I, Jonathan, I'm living proof to the contrary of your protest of no. There's not a, a market for spiders eating skin. People, uh, uh, hello. What? You're the market. Well, here's the thing, right? Yeah. I'm of I'm of the belief that no one in this world is so unique that if they've had an idea, they won't be able to sell it to someone. Has that person in Germany got someone to eat them? Oh, that's a terrifying story. So we can get someone to just watch you be eaten by spiders. (laughs) No, no. Very, very deeply entrenched spiders. Societally, it's very strange because, <laughs> by coincidence, I guess maybe oh, yeah, unless it's yeah. in the collective unconscious, maybe we're connected in some sort of Jungian way. But there is a yeah. local video game developer who took a picture of a spider. He made a game called Three Out of Ten. I haven't played it, but it looks all right. It's like a point-and-click game about a video game developer, and he took a picture of a giant spider. He lives like twenty minutes from my house. I've never met him before. I just know where he lives, so that's. Oh, okay, I guess it doesn't make me sound that bad, I guess. And the spider 
ate a bird. <laughs> it just straight up ate an entire bird somehow. And he got like three <laughs> followers out of that. And I think he sold one I copy of the game. I want to say I've seen it. I want to say I've seen the, the Spider Eat a Bird video. I mean, I've seen some... I've seen some animals get into some wild behavior, Jonathan. I'm not surprised, yeah. Hijinks, if you will. It's not hijinks when a bird is eating. <laughs> it's, 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 I mean, uh, it's mildly sad. mischievous. It's, a, it's, it's, it's sad. It, the bird if, is... If I filmed that and put it... If, if I filmed that and put it in an episode of Booba... They'd have to rate it comic mischief. <laughs> I don't, I don't, it's terrifying because you relate with the bird. The bird can sing, a person can sing, a spider cannot sing. A bird can fly, people can fly in a plane. A, a spider terrifyingly can create a silk web like hang glider and fly onto you and then bite you. But it's not exactly like a beautiful sight, like a bird on the wing. So you relate with a bird. So when the spider eats the bird, you feel like you got eaten and you feel awful. It's more than mischief. It's it's terrifying. No, you know what? It's a. I'm I'm sticking up for the spider on this one. I relate with the spider. Sometimes I have eaten too much chicken. I have too, but so I've eaten too much chicken, and I thought, oh, oh, tell you what, right? Oof, that's a that was some good chicken, but oh, that's a lot of chicken. And I'm sure halfway through that bird, the spider thought, you know what? Maybe I haven't thought this all the way through. I don't think that's what the spider. They just, their 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 minds are like uh, ones and zeros. They're they're just programmed to devour, to breed and devour. That's it. You've seen the film Alien with the. Someone uh, told me that's what birds are like, though, as well. Someone told me birds are just like wind up toys. <laughs> I don't think so. They're especially parrots and crows. They're very smart and uh, personable. They're very affectionate and loving. They're very attached. To those that they consider part of their flock, their family, they're okay. they're wonderful little guys. So, so we shouldn't do a show in which we pit various birds against spiders. <laughs> I mean, people would watch it in horror. If you want to rate it <laughs> yeah. M or rate it R or whatever, and have it be a horror show. Well, here's the thing, right? I don't believe in animal cruelty. I'm sorry to be political all of a sudden. It's not political to say you don't believe it. Is it? Maybe it is. Uh, you're right. Well, I mean, well, Conrad and I have had arguments. <laughs> you know, I mean, listen, I, I just don't I don't like it when we bring in politics into the conversation. Exactly. Right. I mean, that's really what it's all about. Like, OK, fine. If you want to think that like torturing animals is wrong, you know, you're you're <laughs> entitled to, to have that opinion. I think okay. we all have that opinion here, right? You're, you're, yeah, you know, uh, but let's move along. <laughs> you're just really walking right up to that line, but not stepping over it. Very, very tactful. So you agree, <laughs> you agree though, Jonathan. Yes, what? That, that we shouldn't make parrots fight spiders. Yeah, I think we should yeah. not do that. Yes, we should not but make. But you do agree that spiders should be fought. I, I don't I actually like spiders a little bit. I just don't well, want to I mean, see them kill just, anything. You were just dissing them. I you was, were just shitting on them. You were just saying they're single minded, binary ones and zeros, spinning their silken webs of lies, is what you said. I did. You said they eat flies, and we all know that flies eat shit. So what's worse than eating shit is eating something that eats shit. That's what you said. 
<laughs> I'm glad they eat flies because flies I actually don't like. It's true. I like a good spider who helps. And so you think that spi- yeah. so spiders you're all right no, with? We don't know what that bird did. <laughs> it just sang. It just sang in the beautiful morning hey, sun. Look, J- Jonathan, yes. you're being very rude talking over Conrad. We strive to have a fair and balanced Boston's favourite son. So at various points, Conrad and I may need to take up contrary points of view just to provide a reasoned debate. (laughs) (laughs) And isn't it about time? And look, I don't believe that parrots should be made to fight spiders, but... Should we not have the discussion in the name of free speech? Uh, (coughs) No, I'm okay. Uh, No. It's it's interesting that you should make that noise, though, Jonathan. Yeah? Because you hit upon a great idea. No, I didn't. In in the... Even though it's wrong for parrots to fight spiders, it might not necessarily be wrong for you to fight flies. Hmm. How would I fight fly- How would I fight flies? Allow me to answer that question by asking Conrad a question. Mm-hmm. Is the parrot suit almost done? <laughs> Just about. Just yeah. about. Yeah, I, I've got like leg feathers left to do and and after that we're good right and i know you've been agonizing on those because you weren't sure whether to go with white or turquoise well and honestly you know me i like a splash of color yeah i i do too i think white is probably more appropriate to the pigeon aesthetic yeah and i mean it accentuates the blues further up top i suppose right yeah um you know but but yeah yeah, I, I defer to you on that. That's that's, yeah. that's fine. I, I mean, I hope you don't mind that I went with the metallic turquoise so that they're real shimmery. Oh, absolutely not. Okay, I no, don't want to wear. No. I don't want to. It's very hot. It's to be heat. honest, the more the the more bright it is, uh, mm, the better mm, mm. it is for attracting insects. Although oh. you know, the honey will do a lot to help there. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty reflective on the yeah. whole. It's yeah. a heat wave. Good, good, We're, good. It's very hot summer. I don't. I. I barely want to. I'm wearing clothes, but it's. I can't even wear. I have a fan on while I record this. I'm very hot. Oh no 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 no! Don't worry. Built a fan into it. Yeah. <laughs> That's not. It'll be blowing around my hot sweat air on There's my. There's a gigantic cloth sack woven into the back, which I'll be sitting in, and you'll be dragging me around. Hi, Jonathan. Big fan. That's really terribly uncomfortable for both of us. They're dangerous <laughs> on my body because of the, the, the... Well, I mean, there'll be quite a bit of slack between me and you, like with all the, all the hemp and interweaving, although there is a bit of a steel mesh under there. It's not just that I want to be near you at all times. We just want to make sure that you don't get away. <laughs> what am I... What do I get away? So am I, I want you to look like the Cadbury's Mini Eggs parrot. <laughs> That's not so. I can fight spiders. You said is that or flies? I can't remember now. It's all a blur. Flies. Well, I mean, I mean, let's start you off with flies. See how you get on. Yeah, we well, might have to work your way to spiders. Yeah, you know, it's like if if you've played any video game, Jonathan. I don't know if you have. I played, but 
Yeah, probably you have. Um, I mean, you say you have. Um, but they often, Jonathan, in these things that, that Conrad and I play called video games, right? Um, some of them have these little areas that are like arenas where you can go and fight different enemies and different compositions and different rounds to try and like, you know, there's usually some unique loot in it. Loot, loot sorry, Jonathan, uh, being like equipment that can make you your, your character uh, or avatar, if you will. Oh, you're explaining what loot is to me. A re- Reward for successfully completing the encounter. Yeah, yeah sure, sure. Yeah, lo- yeah, uh, or, yeah. Uh, g- booty or, or prizes. Um, yeah, and at this stage, Jonathan, I've got a question for you. Yeah? What was I talking about before I went on that little <laughs> tangent? You, uh, I don't know if there's a oh, way you can... Oh, we're going to dress you up as a parrot and then, yeah. Uh, yeah, push you into a room full of flies. Yeah, how do I... I mean, flies are small. I'm uh, wearing Oh, don't a... worry. The amount of flies we've been saving up. Yeah, this isn't about size. This is about volume. Yeah. All the more. So if I'm wearing a parrot suit, I, I can't hold a fly swatter. I'm, my, I've just got a big floppy wing. You got bugs and gloves? I've got... What? Boxing gloves? <laughs> it's not gonna. They're very. They can sense you coming. They can feel it on their little fly butts with the the little fly hairs on the butts. They, oh, they know... won't see you coming because when I said boxing gloves, right? I've changed. I've I've changed tack on that, right? It's one of them boxing gloves on the end of those extendy uh, springs. <laughs> it doesn't help. It doesn't. They, they, you, you need a. You need a, a weapon. Yeah. That has, has holes in it, like a fly swatter, so the yeah. air passes through it so they don't feel the air coming. That's the only way to get a fly. Or or chopsticks, like in The Karate Kid with Pat Morita. But that's not either. That's not going to work either because I'm wearing a parrot suit. It's impossible to use I'm chopsticks saying, and a parrot suit at the same time. I'm it's just possible. saying, Jonathan, I've invested a lot of money in this. No, I mean, you should see the arena that I've built. Yeah. Like, it's, <laughs> it's remarkable. It's, yeah. it's a hexagon. Because, you know, right, has to be a hexagon. And it's all plexiglass panels so that everybody will be able to see in, but it does effectively seal you in the in- and the flies together yeah. in the environment. And and so, you know, when the when the fight begins, you'll be in there in the center, and then the flies will descend from the top. Whoa. Oh yeah. It's amazing what you can do with fiberglass in an abandoned warehouse. And I know what you worried about, Jonathan. Because you always are, right? You're worried about just how many flies we could get by next Tuesday. Oh, we're doing this next Tuesday? Oh, well, I mean, what better time? That's <laughs> sometime It's the else. height of the summer. It's the height of the summer. It's the best time to get flies. Yeah. And of course, you know, the, the meat that we've been picking up from outside the butcher shop's dumpster gets nice and ripe real quick. And that, my friend... Is how we get the flies. So these are uh, maggot-laying, <laughs> meat-loving flies, and me in a in a ple- plexiglass hexagon for people to witness in a in a warehouse. Oh hell yeah! Well, here's the thing, right? This is this is the ultimate flies comeuppance. You've hit upon the the tragic irony of these flies' lives. All this time, these flies have feasted on meat. They love it. They can't get enough of it. But at last, the beef bites back. I give you, as I scream to Lloyd and his friends from by the river, I give you beef parrot! Colonel Beef Parrot! Oh, Conrad, can we get him a glittery monocle? 
We absolutely can. And some epaulets. Oh, wow. So I'm a beef parrot who's, Ca- who's a captain. Colonel. A colonel? I mean, you know, you're going to focus on the beef parrot, sure. Uh, but some of us uh, want to congratulate you, actually, on, on your recent promotion. Yes, yes. Excellent work. I always said you to move up the ranks, beef parrot. Am I made of beef? Why am I beef? What's the beef? Just think a mere sergeant when I first met you, beef parrot. <laughs> and now you're taking on the 15th Fly Squadron. Get in there. Get in that fiberglass dome. It's terrifying. Oh, don't forget your roller skates. I'm really going to be unable to survive in the fly hole. Why? With Because the flies that love meat <laughs> will eat your meat. They'll get in there. They'll lay their eggs in your flesh. They will eat the, the skin. In the parrot's flesh. That's the great that's the great scheme of this. That's why Conrad and I outside as commentators regularly remind the audience to laugh at how foolish the flies are, thinking that they're laying eggs in your flesh. Because they think you're a parrot and they don't know that it's a parrot with the body of a man. Stupid <laughs> fucking flies. Yeah. They're just depositing their egg sacs in those feathers. They're plastic feathers. What a bunch of dicks. There's not going to be anything for those maggots to eat when they're born. Oh, my God. I mean, is the suit completely airtight? Is there no way for them to get in? And then I'll just broil in there like a, a murder hornet. I mean, it's stretchy. It's stretchy, but breathable. I mean, Courage, you made it breathable. Uh, oh, ish. Ish. I mean, <laughs> you know. I mean, that was, well, it was always the question. Do we want it airtight or do we want it breathable? Polyester's very breathable. Yeah. Well, I said split the diff and I said, let's make half of it breathable and half of it airtight. I mean, on reflection, I think part of you's going to be invested and the other part's going to be, well, dehydrated to say the least. Well, the flies are going to get in is what I'm worried about. I was thinking maybe if I just roll around enough, eventually I'll crush flies by chance. Oh, you don't want to roll around. Oh. I mean, you can't. It's it's. Yeah. You can't even sit down with your legs fully extended in in the octagon. Is that tight? The hexagon? The hexagon. Why else do you think we gave you roller skates? I assumed it was because you wanted to keep me from being able to survive. The, no, the it's, it's because you need to keep your grip on a very squishy floor. <laughs> we we needed a lot of flies. It's not going to take very long before you have a whole layer of flies that you're going to be standing on. And you're going to need those wheels to get grip. Yeah. Oh, so awful. They're all squirming around. I mean, if look, if I'm if I'm totally honest with you, in order to get enough flies to fit into the hexagon, we have been collecting for the last several months. And frankly, most of the early flies that drop in are already going to be dead. So there's dead. There's crusty dead flies corpses of flies and living flies yeah but that's only gonna get you like knee high (laughs) that's so high that's so many dead flies it's so repulsive it's so 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 nightmarish so hellish jonathan have you have you ever read hg wells's war of the worlds no i never i never read it i heard the radio play Uh, yeah Uh, oh well uh, yeah um, this, there's, there was something in it called the red weed, which terrified me because I had a, um, my, well, my mother had a, a vinyl LP 
Jeff Wayne's War of the Worlds, mm. um, which had artwork inside it that was horrifying to like a little four-year-old lad. Sure. And one of it was this red weed, this Martian red weed, this, just this red mulch that creeped over London town. And I'm just saying I'm glad that I was emotionally prepared before I saw, uh, well, well, your, your new home. <laughs> Yeah, and I only say that because I think once you get a taste of this, taste you're, the gladiator's life will be for you, and you will you will yell at your wife. You'll yell when she says you're spending too much time at the arena. You'll say, you'll say, Colonel Beef Powdered is the arena. Now fetch me spiders. I'm here, Jonathan is where you will be so impressed with our ability to run an efficient economy. Because I said we'll start you on flies and then upgrade you to spiders. You, you did hint at that. The flies will attract the spiders. We thought of everything. Like, there's a whole ecology to this plan. Yeah. It's like, it's like Mufasa told Simba, Conrad and Jim <laughs> steal the meat. The flies eat the meat. Jonathan, dressed up as a parrot, punches the flies to death. The spiders eat the flies. Jonathan fucks up so many spiders. Lloyd will have to give me that $20. (laughs) I was wondering what the end game for this was. I told him we'll get him punching spiders by next Tuesday. And he said it can't be done. And just think, Jonathan... Jim Sterling wins $20 from man who hangs out near a river all day. Once we pitch that to Heat magazine, your name will rise again. (laughs) So when you get the $20, that's when (laughs) fame kicks in. It's just like flipping a switch all of a sudden. Well, here's the thing, right? Once I'm invited, once I'm invited onto Ellen, Oh, shit, yeah. That's how long we've been recording. Um, Conrad. Yeah. Cancel all plans to get on Alan. Right. It's going to have to fucking be O'Brien now. Oh, that's right. She's getting replaced. I forgot. (sighs) Oh, God. So, uh, it's not as good, but we get you on to O'Brien, Jonathan, because he'll want to interview me, the man who got 20 bucks off Lloyd, and then I'll say, but I need to congratulate the man who made it all possible. The one, the only, Colonel Beef Parrot. And you think I've survived all this? You don't think the heat or the flies or the spiders or any of the other things that could lead to my um, expiration would have would have won out? You see me coming out of this on top, so to speak, because I, I didn't die. Is that really what you think? Roll around in the muck. Let your granddad watch me fuck. I think you're going to roll. I think, the, I think the roller skates are really. So <laughs> after I have died, it's not that hard. You'll just like wrap a rope around me and, and wheel me around like a wagon or something and be like, he's fine in there. Beef parrots <laughs> just fine. You know what, Jonathan? <laughs> 300 would have been a shitter movie. And me saying shitter allows me to not commit as to whether I like it or not. I'm going to read the room. It would be a shitter movie if King Leonidas sat around thinking, oh, God, I'll tell you what, right? When the Persians arrive, they're just going to kill us. They're just going <laughs> to kill us and they're going to steal their roller skates. 
What a shit film that would be. I'd rather see you, Jonathan, dressed up like a Spartan parrot, charging at those flies with an extendo boxing glove at the ready. And that's it. I'll be your wife, right? I'll be your wife and I'll dress up like, um, who played, who played the wife in 300? I'll dress up like the wife in 300 and I'll say to you, right, as you go, I'll say, return with your extendo boxing glove or upon it. And then you'll look at me and say, um, yes. Yes? <laughs> I mean, a little less like the big goggle pull out eye lady from Dark Crystal. But in 300, they did die. They lost. So they were, if they what? had said, we're going to die, it wouldn't have been like, oh, well, they're wrong. <laughs> they were right. I mean, if they did say that, they were. And I'm right in this, too. I'm, I'm the one it that's right. It matters not whether you win or lose, but how you played the game. Of being a guy in a parrot suit who's in a small oh, plexiplex hexagon filled with flies and spiders. Jonathan, I'm not talking to you anymore. Wow. I've been canceled? <laughs> Conrad. Yeah, Jim. Conrad, what what do you think about the world stage? <laughs> what? I, well, I'm, I mean, I, 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 I'm, I'm honest. I'm just, I'm kind of hurt, you know, because, like, you know, sometimes you put a lot of work and effort into something. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, like, you, you just pour your whole heart and soul into it. Oh, God, don't, don't know. I know it. And and you you plug away and you plug away and you plug away and then Jesus Christ one day you know you turn to the person that you're doing it all for yeah yeah and they push you away I didn't I just said I was gonna die I didn't even say no and any I just noticed I was likely to die in this from they say no no <laughs> I didn't even say no I didn't I'm I just... gonna die this is gonna <laughs> kill me and I'm like. You're killing me. You know what I mean, Jim? Oh, I know exactly what you mean. It's 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 like you're a cute little robot with big round eyes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, like Wall-E mm -hmm. or right. Johnny Five, I'm Alive from mm. the Short Circuit series of films. Or the little flying saucers from Batteries Not Included. It's like you're a cute little robot like that and you've just been brought to life yeah. by your creator. And you've got cute little feet and you bounce around and everyone thinks, oh. And you look up with those big round eyes. Probably make cute little bleep beepy noises. Right. And then, and then standing above you. It, your creator just like unzips their fly and whips their massive what? creator penis and urinates all over you. What? And then when they're done, when they're done, they smile, but in a way so lazy, you know they're not happy. No. And then they, they crouch down and they look at you in your piss-soaked, adorable, merchandisable eyes, and they just say, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it feels like. It's exactly what it feels like. I, and when I pitched that to Disney, they said no. Can you believe it? Wait, you pitched... Well, it need, needed a star attached to the vehicle, they said. Well, here's the thing. I think I might be able to deliver them a star. Oh? Oh. Oh. Hell hath no fury like a Willem scorn. <laughs> Willem Dafoe, can I talk again? Dafoe. Will you, can you talk to me again, please? I miss you guys. Please, just let me interact. It's all that I want. Okay, but but only yeah, only if you 
if you clean me. <laughs> I would, I'd like, I'd, I'd like you to clean me in, in a special way. If, if I look at you and I go, Cookie! Oh boy, that's a callback is what that is. Scrub me up with soap and foam! Yes, child. <laughs> that's a fun, yes. fun callback. I remembered it too. Yeah. Clean me! Yeah, I can't remember why. I can't remember. I think that was my, my safe word or something. I can't remember. That was a while ago. It was like five years ago, I think. Yeah, basically years ago. Yeah, years ago. You told me. That if I ever, if I ever crossed a boundary with you, Jonathan, mm. you would say to me, "Cookies going in the oven." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I forgot and that. And you'd say it, you'd say it in such a lovely way. Say it again. Cookies going in the oven. Yeah, and and that that would be, but yeah, like a safe word. Like if we if we were in Fifty Shades of Grey. I don't know if they. I I don't know much about it. I know that you did like like. Sort of, sort well, of. Well, it's a lot about baking, I think, right? Yeah, he used to kick the wall nearer and say "boo" like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't anyway, think that's what happens in that. I think there's anyway. a lot of uh, bondage and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's no, bonding. That's bon- yeah, bonding. that's mm-hmm. what it is. <laughs> so, I'll, yes, I'll clean you. I'm sorry. You, yeah, you, yeah. you so, I took it too far. So you used to say cookies go. This is I don't know how decipherable this is to to the average listener. To the person who hasn't been paying attention to this nonsense for nigh on a decade. <laughs> but basically, Jonathan, you had that nice safe word cookies coming in the oven. And then if I wanted forgiveness, I'd have to go cookie. Scrub me up with soap and foam. I think it was scrub me up. And Sub, then you suds me up. I think suds, suds me, me up. up. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. better, isn't it? That sounds nicer. Cookie, <laughs> sets me up with soap and foam. Oh, that sounds. Oh, that feels good. And then Jonathan, you would go. Uh, you'd 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 clean me in a ritual of your your own choosing, which mm. which signified forgiveness. I feel. Yeah, and I sounded like a um, kind of like a southern house mother, if I remember correctly. Yeah. That, yes. Do I, am I right? Yeah. I don't. I could be. A, I've had, had a lot of weird dreams lately. Yeah, like or a southern preacher or something, like baptizing me in your soap. Yeah, something like you are cleansed and clean, my child, or something. <laughs> Yeah. like that you, you, you would go clean, you'd go yeah. anything for you match <laughs> yeah very gnarling sounded yeah and then you'd make it. that little that little slick soapy noise <laughs> yeah yeah such such in you up yeah yeah that was my idea that was me that was all my fault I do it to myself. It's 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 a it's a sickness. It's a it's an infection I get, and then uh, it's it it festers, and then it it comes to a boil with an idea like that. Everyone's you know when we we had a conversation about this funny little safe word, and it was weird, but also kind of just silly and charming. Oh yeah, just some fun. This conversation just feels inherently creepier and more distressing. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if it's just that we are like five or six years older mm. and I'm desperately trying to think of something <laughs> to make me laugh. <laughs> I mean, the prolls. I don't care whether the listener laughs at this point. It's all about me. We might as well just be self-indulgent. Might as well for a change. Yeah. Sure. Just give it a try. See how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a, I wanted to tell you that there's a, a chance for me to get famous again, but I don't think it's working. 
And when I can t- put a call to you and to Conrad and to the famous. listeners. So there's a guy. His name is... And he was on the first season of Road Rules on MTV. Season <gasps> one. That's way more famous than the one you were on. Yep. He's a bohunk. He's he's a, oh. a himbo. He's in incredible shape. He's older than me, but he's got like zero body fat. He's like a like a huge jacked man, giant veiny bicep muscle man. And he is Ooh. like, listen, guys. And he's a very nice guy. I think I met him like 20 years ago. He's, I remember him being very nice. And he's saying to the world, saying, world, you know that MTV is doing their road rules real world challenge but it is cutthroat it is mean and people are getting kicked off and they're not letting old people on there like you reach a certain age and they just don't pick you anymore he's saying i'm saying we're gonna do it our way we're gonna get all the old guys who they don't pick for those things and i've never been picked for one of those challenges because i made them really mad once i uh wrestled in a minotaur costume i told you about that right i wrestled in that minotaur costume anyway i'm sorry i'm getting way off track so is like we're doing it and he went on jam and 94.5 a local boston radio station mm-hmm. to say like i'm doing it i'm calling it the ogs and we're bringing him back so i was like i'm old and they don't pick me for anything he's like uh-huh <laughs> i'm like you you should i i've got a following uh it's not huge but it's decent sized uh, i've been doing a podcast for a long time i write for a nintendo magazine it's a whole different audience he's like oh yeah cool yeah mm-hmm and he's announcing other people he's picked for the show left and right. And I'm like, you can pick me for the show. Look, I'm in, I'm in decent shape. Look, I've got some muscles. He's like, yeah, yeah. Mm, you are in decent shape. I'm decent shape. Not good enough for I don't think. So I, I've been trying to get people to pester into picking me for the show because that'll work. If he just gets annoyed enough, he will definitely just give into the <laughs> and, oh and pick me for the show. Definitely. Well, because he should, right? The whole idea is it's old losers, and that's me. But I, I, I'm okay. But but you can't you can't mask off with like that. I I don't know. Maybe it maybe it's not. Maybe it's uh just a, a a a. I mean, if he gets followers on Twitter out of it, I'm sure he'll love it. Just be very kind when you and tell him that he has to pick me for the show. I mean, if I've learned anything from having been on the internet for the last five years, the key is to just not call it. Oh, you're not supposed to just call it that. That's no. what you're saying. Oh, yeah. Huh. Well, uh, I mean, it's not a <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> it's just a campaign. It's the longer a... you talk, the more you give Justin to cut. <laughs> do, you think he'll, do you think he'll cut that out when I say a I don't know. We'll see what he does. I do not. I would never say do that. But please, pester. It's a pester campaign. Uh, yeah, poke him. Give him a poke. It's a poking. It's a gentle poke to get him to just pick me for his show. And then I'll be famous again. Then we can stop the show and everyone will have finally won. It'll be great. Oh, now you see, there you go. That, that's where you went wrong. That's, you, you, that's you where I went too wrong. too close to the sun, my friend. Classic Icarus. <laughs> that's a classic Icarus sitch, my friend.
<laughs> he's not gonna pick me for the show no matter no matter no what no because ultimately he's mm-hmm. threatened obviously i don't think that's it he's in incredible shape he knows i am not he knows i am bald he's fallen prey to the very prejudices he's sp- speaking out against somewhat i mean he wants it to be a successful show because everyone knows that hollywood's conspired to bury you jonathan <laughs> It's not. It's that he wants the show to succeed, and he knows. Road I, rules have done you dirty. I'm just not. Everyone knows it. Did I, they ever ask you back for reunion shows? They did, but then they asked me not to. First, even they were like, worse. Yeah, they asked and then unasked. Um, that is what. That is, Jonathan. Mm-hmm. That's really bad. it's my life i'm i know all about it yeah it's uh, in part because i think i told you this before i used to wrestle with a monster wrestling group called kaiju big battle and they had a mud wrestling match here in the boston area the the real world road rules challenge but they didn't pick me that year so i was like oh well like the wwe i'll just run into the ring and it'll be really funny (laughs) because people love that when when you just run into the ring and act like it's a surprise, but this will actually be a surprise because I didn't talk it over with the producers at all yet. Oh, and no. I was wearing a full Minotaur costume that I made out of latex rubber and nunchucks. And I jumped into the ring and the, the, the I think it was WFNX maybe, the local radio DJ knew I was going in. I told him. So he started yelling, John Holmes is in the ring. John Holmes is in the ring. So they all knew it was me in the costume. Oh, if only. And then I immediately got uh, beat up and kicked out of the ring. Yeah. And well, I'm... I mean, here's the thing. Mm. When wrestlers aren't told that someone's going to enter the ring, it is a surprise. <laughs> Usually for the poor fucker who entered the ring. Well, yeah, I was. Uh, everyone was surprised. And I was surprised how quickly I lost. Yeah. I thought even though it was in mud and I was wearing a thick latex rubber costume that, yeah, I'm strong. I'll still win. I did not win. I was just sliding around in my rubber costume in the mud, and I just got booted out of there. And I locked eyes with the producer. His name was Rick. And I was, like, smiling at him, and he just, like, shook his head and looked away. Very disappointed. And they edited me out of that episode, even though it would have been really funny. My foot was in it. They left my foot in by accident, but they made every effort to remove me from all road rules-ness. Of course they did, because they did you dirty. They did me... I. I feel guilty about it. I should have cleared it with them. I'm I'm sort of poking fun of myself. No, they did you wrong. They should have. They should. They were MTV. They were riding high off that Boy Meets World trip. Right? I want to say this was in 2001. This was a long time ago. <laughs> they could have. They could have had their pick of the litter. Kaiju Big Battle. They could have had you fighting the rock. On WWF slash E, Monday Night Raw. They could have. Vince McMahon would come out and say, Welcome to Monday Night Raw, Jonathan. And then he gestures to the stage and you're there. And you say, hi, everyone. (laughs) That's not what's hot. That's not what's hot in wrestling. They, they, no, because Vince will then like look around and say, "Ah, Jonathan!" <laughs> Why would he do that? He's got, he's got, he could pick anyone he wants. He's Vince McMahon. He's a probably multi-millionaire, maybe a billionaire. He's been saving up money for a long time. Jonathan, just Jonathan. <laughs> that that's that's enough. They for had him. a wrestler called Just Joe once. 
That was his whole thing. Just Joe? He was just Joe. Was he strong? No. No, it's just Joe. <laughs> it's just Joe. <laughs> Did he win? Oh, Jonathan. Do you want to hear my... I, 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 I was leading up. I was winding up for the pitch. Oh, yeah, yeah. A literal pitch, actually. A Willem Dafoe movie pitch. Okay, mm. sure. Mm, yes. So I've got this idea because the dark universe is only going from strength to strength. Oh, you mean Universal's dark universe? The the monsters? Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Tom, Tom Cruise's mummy was a smash hit success. And the Invisible Man movie happened, although it wasn't in the same universe. So it's only going from strength to strength. And I think we should capitalize on that by finally, at long last, telling the story of Van Helsing's great-grandson, Van Helsing Van Helsing. That's not marketable. Van Helsing Van Helsing? It's oh, just that's a... not the whole title. <laughs> it's already too much. It's called Van Helsing Van Helsing Vampire Racer. Mm-hmm. Racer. Vampire racer down 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 down. He is racing vampires. He's just trying to win, uh, like a foot race or a, a motor He's race. He's just trying to win a foot race or a motor race. In any case, he's going to win. He's so going to win. He'll race them by foot or by car. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He'll go far. <laughs> If, so long as we keep thinking of, of arbitrary and admittedly very simple rhymes, we'll eventually cobble together a theme song. Anyway, the point is, mm. it is old London town. 1888. Eight. <laughs> mm-hmm. Scarlett Johansson is wandering old London town. She is a lady of the night, like in Victorian times, going, Hello! Do you want some sex for money or not? She's a sex worker. And then Daniel Radcliffe walks past and says, Oh, y- y- yes, actually. Yeah, how much? Shilling? That's pretty good. That's a real bargain. You get, yeah, uh, do, you, do you get the lot for that? Uh, yeah. Cool. So that they have sex. Okay. So it's a sex scene in the movie. Yes. All right. So you're getting. This is what people want. Those are two people that people want to see having sex with each other. I think. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Mm. But all is not as it seems. For Daniel Radcliffe has been led astray by one of the moonlit brides of the vampire count himself, and here he is. For she leads him down a dark alley and Daniel Radcliffe's like, oh, wow, Schilling is genuinely an honest-to-God good price. Really for the lot. She's like, oh, yeah, don't you worry about it, mate. And he's like, God, I mean, I mean, I've seen some bargains, but that really is. And I mean, you're just like, you look exactly like Scarlett Johansson as well. Like, this is, this is top-notch. This is bananas. And... He's accosted by a capered figure with a top hat because it is old Victorian town, 1888. That's probably Victorian times. And he is accosted by the evil vampire. It is I, Sir William Robert Thornton. Whoa. And you are to be my latest snack 
For on this full moon, I'm getting a full tummy, blood. You, I, you, I'm drinking it from you. Oh, but then, stop right there, vampire count. Asshole. <laughs> it's me, Van Helsing Helsing, with an American accent. And I'm here to defeat you once and for all, Count William Robert Thornton. So wait, 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 wait. So he, he busts into the alley and he says, stop right there, vampire count. Pause and nobody says anything. They're just staring at him, and then he follows it up with asshole, they, asshole, and they're like, "Whoa!" Like he got him. Like he got him. Yeah, yeah. Because Van Helsing Helsing um, didn't know what to say after he said, "Stop right there, Vampire Count." Why well, did he didn't have to say Vampire Count? He could have said Vampire. He could have said. So he's well. He... During that pause, mm-hmm. have you ever seen the? The Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes films. Oh, there's two of them, yeah. I think so. <laughs> and then he has a fight. It stops and pauses and goes in slow motion and everything to show how fast he thinks. Just, well, he's going to punch me three millimetres away from my moustache, so I'm going to move to the right and then punch him in the bollocks. And, it, and then he does it real quick. And we're like, oh, wow, that Holmes anyway. It's about ten minutes of the camera spinning around <laughs> Willem Dafoe's head <laughs> saying, why did I say vampire count? I got nowhere to go from here. They're all looking at me. They're expecting me to do or say something. Why didn't I rehearse? I did rehearse this. So I was going to say full tummy on a full moon. You're full of crap. Oh, God, that's wasted away. Asshole. <laughs> that's what he's that's what he landed on after to, to come back from it. Very uh, well. What's his name? Van Helsing, Van Helsing, Vampire Racer. Yes, your coming was foretold. And I am aware of the accord. What's it to be, Vampire Racer? Your choice. Wet ass pussy. <laughs> Did he call him one, or that's one of the choices? Oh, he called him one. <laughs> okay, I thought it was a choice. Foot race classic. Egg or sack. <laughs> egg is one of the choices? Oh, you never done an egg race? No, I've never done an egg race. Are they the eggs are racing against other eggs, or how does that? How does that? Work? That's the one where you hold a spoon with an egg on the end of it, and oh, you have to run across. I've seen that in like commercials. And you might have and to stuff. hand it off. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that that's a hard race. It's a hard race. What the fuck's an egg race? <laughs> is what the Count William Robert Thornton asks. It's the one with the spoon. <laughs> Why didn't you call it an egg and fucking spoon race? Because I forgot. I forgot what? to call it what it was. Why would he want to? Re- why wouldn't he just say, "Stop talking to me. I'm gonna bite this man." And I suppose Scarlett Johansson too would most likely be uh, bitten by the vampire because they want to bite. That's what they do. Why would he feel as though he needs to stop what he's up to in order to take this challenge from Van Helsing? Van Helsing, who races vampire, he just races against them. Why would he want to do that? You've called my bluff, sir. <laughs> Sack it is. <laughs> it's so 
he so he feels as though he has to do it. He's been backed into a corner. <laughs> So he's going to get an old-fashioned cutesy... Once again, a vampire has been backed into a corner by Van Helsing, Van Helsing, vampire racer. No vampire can resist a race. Who's he talking to? Is he t- telling this to Scarlett Johansson? And, uh, <laughs> yeah. he's telling it to Scarlett Johansson, who's, who's sat on a wall at this point, and she's, like, <laughs> kicking her legs back and forth, just clapping. <laughs> <laughs> what about the other guy the harry potter guy is he is he still there too did he did he do the right thing the smart thing and and, and get to safety oh at this point he's like i mean i know the whole thing was a ruse but if i went up to sixpence <laughs> and we could still get something going right oh scarlett johansson lured him there on the vampire's behalf she works for the vampire she yeah Oh, I missed that. Somehow. I don't know why this is hard to follow. <laughs> the point is, is the the Billy Bob Thornton. I haven't. I don't know if I've mentioned he's playing the vampire count. There was a a little bit of a wry allusion to the actor and the name. <laughs> you will forgive me, my author's fancies. And they get into their sacks and bounce around London for about forty five minutes, pretty quietly. It's about three in the morning. Not a lot happens. But Van Helsing, Van Helsing wins. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, Scarlett Johansson is the only one watching. So at first it starts like somewhat exciting because you've got Scarlett Johansson going, ah, <laughs> get him, Kent, get him, Kent, make him trip up on his sack and then win the race. And then we'll feast on Sir Daniel of Radcliffe. She's a vampire too. I don't know how I missed all this. Jeez. It all makes a sense. Shilling and two, Bob. Come on. Yeah, I should have figured it out. It's too good to be true. Like, like I'm really. The price is going right up now. You're starting to get from bargain to to mildly competitive. In a minute, I'm going to lose interest. This is Daniel Radcliffe mm, still. Daniel Radcliffe. Oh, he's saying yeah, that. But anyway, yes. anyway, the race starts with. <laughs> Go get him! <laughs> If I could just stand on the wall, I might be able to see them. Oh, no, they're fucking gone now. And then, you know, once she's trailed off into the distance, it really is just them huffing and wheezing. Just <laughs> 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 Willem, Willem Dafoe just sweating, just tongue hanging out. <laughs> I gotta win the race. And he wins. He, you know, he they make it to, you know... They turn a corner and he says, right, next one to the, the first one to the big puddle over there. And so fair enough. And then he gets to the puddle and he splashes up and down in it and says, I won, I won, I won the race. Now you lost. <laughs> another, another pregnant pause after the obvious had been stated. You lost. <laughs> See you around, cock and balls. And uh, off he goes. He doesn't like uh, to take his head or... Oh, no, 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 no. He's he's a vampire racer. That's it. All he wanted yeah. to do was race him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he, he turns up. I mean, this happens with various vampires throughout the film. You know, one of them's played by Deborah Messing. Mm, fine Vampire actress. queen. Vampire queen. Um, Paris Le Chance. That's her name. Yeah, and he races her. Jalopies. 
jalopies are d- jalopies are dawn old uh, fashioned cars like the, the yeah. dawn of the car so they go at like five miles an hour back then <laughs> yeah sputtering yeah the thing is jalopies at dawn sounded good so we thought it wouldn't like matter that it was at dawn oh she's a vampire the the the, the focus right, group right, really yeah. tore into it well, she. When you're in a car, you can. From what I know of vampires, they can potentially shade the inside of the car, so it's like tinted windows and all that stuff, so the sun doesn't get them. They just need to be waiting in the car before dawn. And yeah, then that's wait. what I thought as well. Yeah, yeah, that won't happen. Then, then the art department thought it'd look really cool and futuristic if the jalopies were made out of glass. So she just, she just died because she's a real vampire. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, we had to follow through, and then. And then, and then Van Helsing, Van Helsing just sort of stops the car slowly and just goes, shit. Oh, no. He's disappointed. He wanted to race. Well, that's why he's there. He doesn't care about killing them at all. No. He no, just, he wants, just to... wants to race them. Yeah. I was told she was the fastest jalopy jockey in gay Perry. Van Helsing, Van Helsing. What have you done? <laughs> he said his own name. <laughs> You rid the world of a vampire, but you gave heaven a hell of a racer. He thinks the vampires go to heaven. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, this is a direct sequel to All Vampires Go to Heaven. That is also about Van Helsing, Van Helsing, just racing vampires? No, no, no. It's a completely different film. Oh, okay. Good. So you're changing it up. Yeah, I haven't written that one yet. Sure. Fair. It takes time. I figured we get this one filmed. And then we can we can make the prequel. We can pitch yeah, all vampires go to heaven as a as a prequel. I like it because it's to be honest, very blasphemous. Mm-hmm. I won't describe what happens because I mean it, it crosses the boundaries of taste. Unlike the rest of what you've said today, yeah. Oh yeah, I mean the things we've said today are positively Christian <laughs> compared to what happens in all vampires go to heaven. What have we said today that was so bad? I said some terrible things this time. I feel pretty he, badly he was, about it. He laid into spiders so fucking. That's hard. true. It was more the stuff. I feel bad for poor. I don't. I didn't take my. I didn't take my own power seriously. That anyone might hear me just say. And be like, oh, I will now him, not knowing I was joking. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> I was just joking. Do not Don't Don't do it. Don't make me the bad guy here. Please. They love making me the bad guy. As soon as I say that, though, they're like, oh, time to make him the bad guy. Because then they, my pain is what they want. They love it. I should know this by now. How are you guys? Good? I have to, I have to wrap it up pretty soon. I'm moving this week. I'm packing up all my stuff. Where? Uh, d- close by. It's like twenty oh, minutes thank away. God. Yeah, I'm not moving far, but it, you I, could still be Boston's favorite son. That, that's all I care about. I might even be a little closer to Boston proper, the where, where we're going. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in a way, we're all close to Boston in our hearts. Uh, yeah, maybe. I mean, it's 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 a terrible town in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. but uh, you can be close to it. Well. So uh, is the interior of my heart. I do not take care of myself. <laughs> he doesn't. You look healthy, but I know you don't always work at it. You're just kind of a natural. Yeah, I just that's just that's just an appearance. That's... I once saw I once saw Conrad fry three handfuls of French fries in butter, and while he ate them, 
they were still scalding. And while he ate them, he was punching himself in the chest. It's true. Like really hard. And I was like, like that, like that's actually going to bruise. Mm-hmm. And he said, I don't care. <laughs> he said, I don't care. Tasty fries. That's how I get them through. Yeah. So you have to punch them down because they're so hot. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah, they're so hot. Right. Yeah. Well, my, my body wants to reject the fries, but I'm not going to let that shit happen. The absolute fucking nerve of me making up stories about people eating fries. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen Conrad eat fries, actually. I've seen, he doesn't eat it a lot. I've seen him eat, I think, I two don't or eat three a times. Lot. No, no. I like very, fries, though. They're, yeah, they're, they're delicious. Good. One of my favorites. I saw him eat. Korean beef the other day. Oh, that sounds fun. He cooked Korean beef and he gave me some. Oh. And I said, mmm, because it was really lovely. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, it does sound no, good. I wish I was there. I love Korean beef. After this yeah. whole uh, pandemic's over, maybe I can come visit. It'd be fun. I think you should do come that. Come look at my new television. Mm. Oh, I'd love to. Yeah. My lovely big TV. Oh, so fun. You just sit The television remote is a Wii remote. No. It's a little motion fucking pointer thing. No, really? Yeah. That's so cool. I love Wii remotes. You probably remember that. And it's actually sort of useful, which I was not expecting. The moment I see a gimmick, especially on the TV, I'm like, this is going to be the worst thing I've ever experienced. But we're all already (laughs) pointing in that direction anyway. We might as well, like, have some precision. Oh, I mean, everything's gone to shit. (laughs) You really, and it's funnier. It's even funnier because it's true. You really felt... This is going to be the worst thing I've ever experienced. <laughs> this remote control is going to be Which, such shit. And it's weird I think that because because it wouldn't. No, you've experienced some horrible things. In your I've life. experienced horrors. <laughs> but you feel like that remote control is going to top them all. It's going to like ruin your life. But that really is in, in that moment. I've been playing this video game called Fall Guys. I don't like to get off topic, but I've been playing this video game called Fall Guys. Looks fun. Yeah, and I I couldn't connect to the server. And my instinct was to roll around on the floor yelling, I want to die. (laughs) (laughs) Did you connect to the server after that? Oh, I I didn't roll on the floor saying I want to die. That's good. Did you get on the server, though? That's what I'm worried about. See, the last time I rolled around on the floor, it was just back and forth to impress Justin. I just thought it would impress him if I rolled back and forth on the floor like a log. Like a log in Frogger or something, not to get off topic. <laughs> no, you're not off topic. It's, it's all very, very uh, on point. Yes, it's all topical. But I should go. Yeah. Because I'm moving. So much to Since pack. Since you gotta go, how you better go now. Go now. Oh, I feel like I know this song. Go now. Who is that? Go now. Is that Wilson Phillips? Before you punch a fly. (laughs) (laughs) They they can't be punched. I've tried. I enjoyed the show. It was great to be back. Do you feel any more famous after we... I mean, we've... I'll be honest. I don't think we even tried to advance your career this week. I did. I was like, oh, be mean to a stranger and that'll make me famous. It's the worst idea I've ever had. Yeah, you you told them to... You told them to go out and attack possibly redacted on social media. <laughs> yeah, he's a great guy. Don't don't attack him. But I did. I was ambitious. I also, uh, I'll promote the things. I, I, I might sound better this week because some man bought me a microphone and he wants, to me, wants me to do a podcast with him about the worst song on earth. So listen for that. Maybe it'll be done in the next six months. I don't know. 
We tried recording one last night at like midnight oh. while you guys were asleep. Yeah, we talked about a song called uh, How Do You Do by Mouth and McNeil. Have you heard it before? No. Check it out. You'll be surprised. I guarantee it. And I've heard the song WAP. Is it like WAP? <laughs> It is. I haven't heard the song WAP, but from Does what... Does it bring a, a bucket for any wet-ass pussies? <laughs> from what you told me about the song WAP, it is not like that song. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a, like a 1970s song from, from uh, the Netherlands, from like the Deutsch, from the Dutch. It's a song by the Dutch people. And it's all right, but he thinks it's the mm. worst song in the world, the guy that bought me this oh. microphone. Yeah. And uh, read the magazine I, I make to make me famous. Read it. Do you guys read it? Do you want me to send you one? Do you even like magazines? Either of you? I don't really do magazines. I haven't read a magazine in... No, you don't... Neither of you... 10,000 years. No, you're, you're way beyond it. Like, I got a subscription to The Week from my mother for my birthday, and I will read it just because I know how fucking expensive a subscription to The Week actually is. I only read bathroom stall graffiti. It's about... It's about the only thing my pop culture seared mind can concentrate on anymore. Yeah, it is a, an old-fashioned yeah. medium. It's, it's I like today's episode. Yeah, me because too. Because I think it consistently verged on being almost hilarious without ever being it. <laughs> I don't know. I was I was laughing very hard at times. I was trying to. That was a good. That was a good show. Yeah, yeah was... we did a good show. I think we should be proud of ourselves. Yes. Whoa. Really? Whoa. Conrad thought that was too strong. Yeah, maybe we ought to re- roll that back a little bit. <laughs> I'm not proud of myself. I'm actually deeply ashamed. And uh, only because of the things I said. You did not make me feel bad, but I made myself feel bad. So that maybe makes it good. I don't know. I hope I hope people like hearing that. I mean, well, that is the goal to it, some extent. I've, I've gotten that sense, yeah. That part of the goal. Do you want me to buy you some Haribo Jelly Babies to make you feel better? <laughs> I just need to forget it ever happened like I do with all these things, you know? It's, yeah. I never listen to it. I'll never know what I did. Okay. Someone may bring it up later and I'll just be like, haha, I don't know what you're talking about. And right. Try to just get on with my life and survive it. Oh, all right, no. Yeah. Okay. But I laughed. Right, so I had a great time. So thank you. Yeah. I've already said bye. Oh, you did. I'm sorry. Yes, yeah. you did. Yeah. We'll, we'll see you another time, Lister. I don't know, like bye. Another three months from now. Bye. <laughs> Okay, bye. Boston's Favorite Son was performed by Jim Sterling, Conrad Zimmerman, and Jonathan Off-Road Rules. Editing and production by Justin McDaniel. The intro music is Freak Out by Chainmail. Road Rules Northern Trail was an insipid show that shouldn't have happened. Wet ass pussy!